This Cuban A time. This Laurent. And, and we, we watching Cloudy, Cloudy Conversations. conversations. So what's going on? It's your girl Big T. As you can see, we're here with our guests, Cuban Eight Times and Laurent. We want to thank you guys for coming through and uh, you know having a conversation with us. There you know. There you know. So for the fans who aren't familiar with you um, or people who don't know you just yet, go ahead and introduce yourselves. Well, I'm Cuban Eight Times. I've been doing music for about like three years, locked in. Uh, really, just I'm from Lancaster, Pennsylvania, small town. Uh, I'm Laurent. I've been I've been producing for a while. Kind of do everything. Like I do a little bit of engineering, a little bit of producing, a little bit of making music. I'm from Patterson, New Jersey, but I moved here when I was young, and I'm here now. We've been locked in since. Yes, sir. So when did you guys meet each other? <laughs> I would say we were like. Was it the year of 2021, bro? It was 2020. Or 2020? Or 2020. Yeah. So pandemic, freshening the pandemic. Nah, it was it was a sample from Chicago. And he ultimately made that beat. I went crazy on it. Now with the rest that of was history. It. Yeah, the rest is history. The rest is history. Yeah. So what do you think it was about one another that like attracted you guys to be able to work so well together off rep? Um he hit me up, like he hit me up. I was like, look, we I I'm about to get engineer. And <laughs> so this is before he even really started. Yeah, He's like, I'm about to start it. <laughs> yeah, like, and I was over here acting like I knew what I was doing. That's the crazy thing. I was over here acting like yeah. I knew what I was doing. I was like, yeah, I'm a pro at this, but I've been doing this for you. I'm capping. <laughs> like, I'm, yeah. I'm fake it till you make I'm it. Capping. I'm capping. And he came through. And man, it was just the energy. We just chopped it up. Like, we chopped it up. And like, like our energies was like similar. Mm -hmm. And I just started giving him beats and like, the beast that he was hopping on, he was just going crazy. And I was like, dang, like, now this is crazy. That There was this one beat that I sent him. And when he sent me back the beat, when he sent me back the song, I was just like, nah, like, we gotta do something. He, it was his idea. He was like, he was like, nah, we gotta make like a collab album. I was like, bro, I'm with it 100%. And we were speaking on, you know, off camera, how rare it is to find somebody early or ever that you can actually you know link up with work with y'all got the same drive same dedication so was there trials and tribulations of y'all trying to link with other artists or people before it didn't go right before y'all linked up yeah yeah absolutely yeah i feel i feel as though it was like that's why i'm very solicit with like who i work with because mm -hmm. that says a lot about my character and I don't want to, you know what I mean, flop or not be involved too much in the scene. Like, I need to have, I need to be around people that are like predators. You know what I mean? Definitely All understand for that. It. Oh, real rap. Nah, same thing. Um, those would be artists I work with. They just wasn't, they just wasn't like, they was just on and off. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, they would just be on and off. Yeah, they was like, by the season. They was like, they was like summer and winter. <laughs> I was like, nah. So, you said you're from Lancaster and you were originally from Patterson, New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. So, what was it like for you guys growing up? Shit, I would say because 
I didn't really like reside in like one spot. I was like constantly moving mm -hmm. from me place to place, hotel to hotel, you know what I mean? Like regular shit. But really, I, I think growing up, it was just like me be being able to see, being involved. Like I was listening to a lot of shit, like a lot of music, a lot of artists that forms my music to what it is today. Yeah, because what, one thing before you go and answer the question is when I listen to your music, like you might look at your style, but it's not just one sound or one flow. It's like it was a variety of stuff. And that was surprising to me because I'm like, like anybody assume, OK, he's like rage rapper. Yeah, but no, yeah. like it was a whole different vibe. So I'm like, OK, I like this type of stuff. Surprising. Yeah. Um, but for you, how was it uh, growing up? Mm, my parents, they was Catholic. So I grew up in the Catholic home and they Spanish. Like Dominican Spanish, so like they only speak Spanish. <laughs> so like, I do one thing wrong, they they over here talking, bro. They going crazy. So, um, so like it was kind of like strict, but it wasn't at the same time. Mm -hmm. And and like we 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 was in PA, but all of our family was in New Jersey. Mm -hmm. All of our family was in New Jersey or Puerto Rico, so we always be in New Jersey. Like every other week, we'd go to New Jersey to go see them, or like Levittown in Philly. Cause we got a lot of family there, and and that's really how it was. And my cousin, he he was he was like in the music scene, like like heavy in Patterson, and he would always be doing beats, and I like play with this beat. Not stuff. the same town, not to cut you off. Fetty Wap's from, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. that's where Fetty Wap's from. Yeah, I that's where. Yeah, that's what Fetty Fetty from Just Blaze. I don't know if you know oh, that. I know name. Just Blaze. Yeah, so Just Blaze. Okay, yeah, Just Blaze. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a good producer. Yeah, he, yeah, man, he an OG. Yeah, yeah, you know Just Blaze. Yeah. You know we talking real hip hop. Right yeah, now. real hip hop. That that stuff. And like, but I wasn't growing up listening to hip hop. Like I wasn't allowed to. You were listening to like Spanish. Yeah. And, like religious music. Yeah, yup. Like merengue, bachata, like Prince Royce, Aventura. Like the I'm saying, I probably know the sound if I heard it. That's like, and so like, but my cousins, they was on the hip hop. You feel me? So every time he was he was playing that, I was like, I'm trying to be on that. So you remember the first time you heard some actual hip hop shit and was like, Yo, what the fuck is that? Like, yeah, um, it was his music. Oh, okay. Like it was his music. So what? Give us like a time frame, like what year, so we can think about like what music was being played, like two thousand eight. Two thousand eight. Okay, this, right. this is when like Soulja Boy was going crazy. Okay, like, okay, okay. So you, oh yeah, so that's a great time. Yeah, this is especially like, as a kid, like yeah. you. <laughs> With MySpace was this shit, like, that was like, but, nobody remember MySpace. Yeah. What's that? You telling your age right now. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, when MySpace was this shit, keep my, I'm like seven. I was born 2001, so like, I was seven, like, Man. yeah. You so, was a 2000 baby. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, but like, all my cousins, they older. So it's like, you, oh, so for real. Yeah. So what kind of kids were y'all like? Obviously, you guys moved around a lot and traveled a lot. Did that, in turn, make you more curious? Were you like the rebel of the family? Like, paint the picture for us. I would say for I was like, well, to me, my family. I think I'm, cause like for me, I'm I'm wanna like break that chain. You feel me? Cause there's a lot of like like poverty. You feel me? Within my family, like dysfunctions. Mm -hmm. And I feel as though I'm trying to create like a like a way of manner to like evolve out of that chrysalis. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But. I feel as though like growing up, me being a kid, I was just always that quiet, quiet kid, you know, observing, looking about who my friends was, you feel me? But like even my teachers, my teachers would always like 
tell me like, oh, I feel like you're going you gonna to be somebody one day, you know? You look like that character of a person that mm -hmm. could do something. Yeah. And that says a lot. If older people are saying that about you, yeah. young girl, you just got that spirit around you. Yeah. Um, what about you? I was like, I was trying to get people's attention. Like, I ain't gonna lie. So you was a goofball? Yeah, low-key, like, goofball. And those times where I was quiet, and then, like, it was like a mix of everything, like low key. You was the one your mom called when they said, "Come do that little dance for us." She was like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cause like I was like, man, I was like always dancing, like listening to Chris Brown dancing. Chris Brown. Yeah, so like, and then like, you know what um dancer bachata is? Yeah, so it's so like that, like that. Mm. So like, if you were good at it, like people would notice that. So I'd always try to be good at it. So I was like that. That's but, funny. Yeah, but then um. Like, once I started going teenage, like, a couple stuff happened in the crib, you know? And then, like, that's when I kind of got more quiet. I kind of started getting more to myself and stuff. And, yeah. So, at what point growing up did you guys know that you wanted to personally do music? You want to answer that first, bro? Yeah, I got you. Um, I was like, you, I, I was always, I wasn't taking it serious in high school. Like, I was just like messing around with it. Like, I remember I had this ex-girlfriend, she let me borrow her laptop. And I was like, I got Ableton. And I was like, messing around with it. And I was like, well, I'm gonna be a producer. And like, I was just like, you know, like you just chatting. You say like, shit. Yeah, you say shit. <laughs> and I noticed like, I started getting good at it. And I was like, and then out of high school, some stuff happened. And I was like, bro, I gotta do something with my life. Cause I was like wildin'. And um, I was like, this is what I'm gonna do. This is what I'm gonna do. I, I like the business side of things and I also like making music. So that's what I'm gonna do. Music is what I'm gonna do. And did you intentionally decide to be a producer because it was you was more attracted to the process? Or like, do you feel like, cause you, you were saying again, like you're creative, you just yeah. wanted to learn how to do that because you feel like being the artist was already something you could naturally take into. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like producing, like the sound. It was like the sound, like I listen to music, I'd be like, bro, like how are artists able to take a sound with the production and make it into something bigger? Mm -hmm. Like, and you will see like how concerts, you'll see how some artists, they'll take the concerts are just like energy. It's just straight energy. Mm -hmm. And I'd right. be like, is it the beat? Is it the artist? Like, what is it? What's that like, the it, the it, fact, like that. The it yeah, factor? Like, okay. And like, for a while I used to think it was the production. And then for a while, I used to think it was the artist, but then I noticed it was everything. It was. It had to be that yeah. magical exactly. combination. Exactly. And that's why I found it with Cuban. Like We would be locked in, and it was just both of us. Like I'd be like, oh, my. I'm, bro, we'd be in the studio. We'd be like, yo, this is crazy. Like, <laughs> yeah. So for crazy. you, Cuban, uh, when did you notice music was your, your thing? I would say I noticed, because like, like I said, I was like listening to a lot of artists. So it was like, I was always listening to different approaches of music, like from soft rock, R&B, you know, hip hop, rap, definitely, you know? But like, I've always used to be like taking like, I mean, even in high school, like, even on the bus, I'd just be listening to music and I'd be thinking like, damn, like, I wonder how I could do this, how I could make something out of this shit. Mm -hmm. And at that time, I was just thinking like, oh, I'm just talking on my ass, like I'm probably going, go to college or do something, you know, but I just, I just stuck with it, like, cause I knew like in the end, something's gonna play out. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. That shit came out hard. Think so? <laughs> me, me, bro, 
he he showed me this like you know who Rod Wave is yeah of course yeah, right, you know <laughs> he showed me this song that he did uh, Letter from Houston you know that mm-hmm. song that's my song I love that song yo he remixed that joint bro like it was crazy I was like I don't know why he ain't releasing I was like bro he re- you know who Tuzi is he mm-hmm. remixed Love it was by Tuzi I swear I almost so cried when I you when gotta I you got, it sounds like you gotta start doing like some Tory Lanez Lil Wayne type shit where it's like you take somebody else's song and pretty much make it your own like yeah, make that a little mixtape type joint mm-hmm. like it's only right well, I try to like make everything like my way like I don't want to bite off nobody mm-hmm. you know I always stay unique to myself, you know. I feel like the more like you bite off somebody, you're not gonna get that authentic sound. You know, I'm gonna do this professionally, like in the way that I know, you know. So when it comes to the sound you guys are are creating, how would you define that? Or can you even define it? <laughs> right, can no. we define that? No, that's funny because that's a question that I always ask him. Like, <laughs> like, what do you think our like the music, like our genre of music is like? It's, it's very hard to tell, you know? For facts. It's very hard to tell. <laughs> like, one day we'll be like, we'll do some like, some like melodic, and then we'll do like rage, and then we'll do plug and B. Yeah. It's like by the feeling. It's like we'll be locked in the studio, I'll send him a beat. Now, before we lock in the studio, I'll send him a beat. He'd be like, bro, that's it. And then he'll be like, text me one day, he'd be like, lock in, let's lock in. And and then he'll, that's when he'll tell me like, cause he don't ever tell me which ones he has written mm-hmm. until the day of like, yeah, yeah. and then. So that's how it works. Like you sit, you'll sit around, create some beats, send it yeah. up to him. He'll take his time. And then y'all yeah. come together in the studio and really yeah, yeah, bring yeah. it all together. Yeah. So are you writing your your songs or like you're creating like little references and then coming in and punching and off of that? Like how do you? Like I, when I come into the studio, like I'm already like prepared, you know, I okay. have my songs written. You know, sometimes I freestyle, but I feel like my song is more polished, better when I write it. You know. Okay, that was one of my questions. If you did uh, <coughs> punch in, like, which and write, like, which did you mm-hmm. still gave you the best product? Yeah. And when it comes to him coming into the studio, do you prefer for him to be like prepared, where y'all can get shit knocked out, or do you like when he comes in and it's just like a creative session where it's like I'm gonna play this beat, bro, just start freestyling? Like, what do you prefer? What do I mm, polish, like writing, cause he was the first artist that I ever met that came in written. Mm-hmm. The stuff was written down. And like, I was surprised how prepared he was. I was so surprised. I was like, man, this is, this dude's professional. Like, this is professional. He had a great impression. Yeah, what? Because he came in and um, he had everything written down. We would get like, like it would take like, I, I remember having some sessions. It would take like two hours for one person to get one song done. We already got three songs done in a matter mm-hmm. of two hours. So it's like, boom, boom, boom. Nonstop, like, all right, bro, got that. Yeah. And it's like, for you, since you, like you said, you write your songs, you're already thinking about when you want to put the melody in or when you want to ad lib here and what you want to say. So it really does make the process yeah. get your money's worth when it comes to, Facts. you know, studio time. Mm-hmm. Um, now, have you produced on all of his projects, or when did you guys start to collab together? After his, after his, um, what was the melodic one you dropped? Like, what you mean, bro? The, the project. Oh, we did Insomnia, so. That was, so that was your first project together? Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that was, was like the first, first collab. Yeah, 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 that was our first collab, yeah. And what was the process on that? Like, how long did it take to put that together? Did you actually create it from scratch or did you just go back in from a batch of songs you already had? Like, how did that work? I feel as though, like, 
the way we made that album was like unexpected because I remember he was we was just recording at his place you know and we only did like one song and it was the intro yeah yeah intro the intro, album, yeah. you know and we did that we recorded I'm, I told him I'm like yo bro like say we do like an album of this shit you know what I mean like yeah. how that's gonna play out and then we was like alright do do made that happen and then it was like we just did like a whole, it was like 11 songs on it. Yeah, but, it but like, we recorded them quick. Really quick. Like yeah, four really months. Was 10 songs on that one. Yeah, yeah. And, and he, um, he did them quick. And then we started recording the deluxe like in April. Mm. But we already had, we, the deluxe was like through the summer. We were yeah. just working on the deluxe through the summer. Yeah, because y'all released that in August of 22. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So what was the fav y'all favorite song off of that project? On go, on go. You like on go, bro. Yeah, on go, on go. <laughs> I, I, for real, on like go. I, I love, I love my music. I love all of them equal. But I would say off that album, my favorite had to be Planetary. Like mm. that represented a lot about the the album as a whole. I think you know. But on go is a dope ass track yeah. too. You know what I mean, but yeah. So it, for the fans, like when you go and look it up, if you see the album cover, it's like. Kind of a lot going on in a sense. It looks like there's a rager in the middle of the city. Look like somebody might be, I don't know, falling. I don't know what's going on. So what was the the vibe with that artwork you guys were trying to go for? It's like he's like getting sucked up by aliens. Okay, so I'm like, okay, there it is. I see the spaceship. But he's performing while he's doing yeah. it. So like, so it's supposed to like represent like, like he out of space. Like he not he not here. He's on a different type of time. Yeah, and I noticed, just like you say, like, just from looking back on the project and stuff, like, your artwork, your cover art, all that, like, the songs, EP, it seems like it's really all thought out. Like, so, when you decide to be an artist without a conscious decision to be so on top of shit, or did you have to learn that through trials and tribulations? Well, I feel as though, like, both. Like, even through the trials and tribulations, that, like, defined me to take my shit serious. So... In every way possible, I try to make like my cover arts, my snippets, every like all my songs had to be professional, top notch. You know what I mean? Like industry status. You right, know? yeah, industry standard, most definitely. Yeah. So what do you think it's gonna take for you guys to be able to separate yourself from the pack and you know make a name for yourselves? Marketing. Yeah. Marketing. Marketing. Yeah. I feel like half of the music game is marketing. And for the fans who you might not be as savvy like by marketing do you mean like constantly being on social media the way you dress like in your mind what is marketing everything so the way he presents himself how he interacts with his fans how he performs how he uh how how he drops i feel like all of that got into play like you'll see certain artists you'll see some of these big cats they they got they they got their formula already, mm -hmm. and like but they last then, but then you will see certain cats that like they blow up but they don't last, yeah. and like one thing that he told me when when uh when he we was on the phone one day he was like I want to last, and I was like bro I'm trying to last too like we in this to last we in this to to there's there's cats that in the game like look at Drake, look at Drake mm -hmm. he he in one of his early interviews he said he was just like this game is marketing, you know like. Look at 50 Cent when he was popping, yep. you know, and I think marketing is everything. I think it's, 
Like you say, half of the work. Half of the work, yeah. Like half it, of the it's work. Like marketing has to cover like the theme of your music, the niche of it. Yeah. And like what that says about your character. But I feel like all my projects has been like a percentage of what I really got to show, you know? So it's not like my full potential. So, yeah, is that yeah, intentional yeah. or you think it's just part of the growing process? Yeah, part of the growing process. Yeah. He, be, he be working hard. So, if you would get a feature from anybody in the industry right now, who would it be and why? Who would it be? That's a good... I, I don't even know who you would get a feature like, from. Like for like underground or like artists we know. Any anybody you and let's go industry wise right now. Okay. Like you feel like Shit. that feature would take you like to stardom. Man, I would say that's a good ass question. <laughs> I feel as though like a an artist I would love to work with in the industry, and I, that matches like my type of music. I would say Lil Dirt. Lil Dirt. Yo, tell me why I was thinking Lil Dirt a lot. Cause like his music. I mean, from like. Signed to the streets, like the first project came out with his first debut album, I think. And like from that throughout, like he really embodied that yeah. that street personification. But like in a way, it's like energetic. It was yeah, like he elevated the sound in a way. Like yeah. it wasn't just what we were used to with the Chief Keith. Because yeah. he, he was on that, but then it's like something switched. Like mm -hmm. he started making melodic music yeah. and that soul music. Yeah, right. For the streets. Mm -hmm. If you could produce for any artist in the industry, who would you pick? Either, either Lil Baby or either Lil Baby or Dirk. Yeah, either Lil Baby. But I think I'd I'd pick Lil Baby just cause like I like I like what Lil Baby about. Like, I like what he about. Yeah, I was just listening to him on the way here, actually. When I'm on my way to work and stuff, I'll be putting on, like, little Baby, because he make you feel like you're like, yeah, 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 right. Like, I'm a boss out here. Fuck these niggas. Like, you, you on a mission. You on a mission. Nothing, like, yeah, you can't tell me right. shit. So, nah. which artist in the area would you see yourself doing a feature with if you haven't or if you have working with them again? You want to answer that, bro? Me? Either Lil Reek, I've been trying a lot. I want, I want to make that happen. Um, or no, nah, Lil Reek. Yeah, I, say, I like Lil Reek. Yeah, Lil Reek. Yeah. I would say like somebody I would see myself working with, cause like I, I've done like songs with HBK. So shout out HBK to Nero. But I, I made some songs with him. I would say. I see myself making a song with uh, what's his name, man? But bro, what's um, Prospect? Prospect. Prospect. Yeah. yeah. He's an artist from uh, New Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out Prospect. Yeah. He just he just performed for Famous Dex too. He just opened nah, for. He's going crazy. Okay, yeah. Okay. He just opened for Dex. So it's he a lot going crazy. Of, uh, that's why I'm trying to like expand out into these different areas. So I'm glad y'all got family and stuff. Other places yeah. they gonna watch this. I'm like, oh, tell them check out. If y'all watching this, when y'all watching this, city artists out there, tap in. Yeah. I'll, I'll travel. Not most definitely. You already know. But um, so for you guys, I feel like you know we're painting a good picture of you as a duo, you as individuals, um, as well as musically. 
But for, well, let me rephrase this. Um, when you think about, you know, what you guys have put out now and where you're at, where would you place yourself like in the area as far as are you still on the rise with making a name for yourself or do you feel like y'all establishing just building on the rap you already have like where do you, where would you guys say you're at right now oh i would say like where we at right now i feel like we on a we on a different stature than most other people i would say you know we 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 get straight to the point okay. like it's all about business with us you know even when we record we do our video shoots like it's always like top notch you gotta be on point all right yeah so what have you guys learned on the journey so far patience patience um my, my journey a little bit different from his but i went through a lot of trial tribulations just learning how to engineer mm -hmm. trying to get uh trying to see how i could get better how i could get my my beats better how i can get the engineering better how i could just be a better like uh communicator just like with with trying to lock in with different artists collabing um yeah so when it comes to that because you just sparked the question like are you like reaching out to these artists like saying like yo let's work like how do you approach them and if they don't respond like does that like deter you from working with them in the future um no nah, um i'll just ask them i'll be like it depends if I like their music. I I want to like their music, you know. Like, yeah. if I like their music, I'm I'm a DM, be like, yo, bro, let's work. I got beats. Um, I'ma send it through. But nah, usually nah. Usually, like, if they don't answer, like, you know, they might be busy. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, people got lives and stuff. So, first though, it's like it gotta be like mutual, you know. Like, like for me, like I would say, like me, like working like with different artists, I, I wouldn't see that because. Who I work with is very minimal, you know. I always like record on my own. I come to the studio on my own, like. So it's like I always like carried myself to make sure that like everything got to be top notch, you know, and professional, because this has a lot about my my character and what mm -hmm. I do with this music shit. So has there ever been a situation where you turned down somebody because you don't like their music or you don't like, you know? What they got going on? It really depends. Um, usually, for the most part, I usually won't turn turn people down. It, it depends. Like it really depends. There has been people. There has been people where like I just don't want to work with cause cause certain stuff happened mm -hmm. and like they just broke a code that like I hold I hold value and and then I'll be like Nah, I ain't gonna work with you. But and yeah. I respect that because you gotta have morals. Right, you guys too. You guys and stand on something like a dollar can't change everything. Exactly, right? Exactly. Like it don't matter if I got if you gonna offer me bread, like if you broke something I hold value. Nah, right, I at the end of the day, I'm gonna keep thinking about how I took the money. Like I'm gonna think less of myself. So, exactly. Like I'd rather not even cross that bridge. Right. Yeah. I, I won't say that I turn somebody down. Like, I, I don't. I don't ever like turn somebody down because at the end of the day, we all got the same goal. But it's like. I'm very mindful, you know? Like, I can't just work with somebody that has less of a work ethic than me, you know? We're right. Like, we're like right. I said, like, we got predators with this shit, like, because really the industry will not give a fuck about you. So you really got to make your name out there. You got to show your worth. 
make your appearances be known. Like, that's the type of time I'm on. So it's like, if you're not on that grind, if you're not on that time, then I can't be with you. I can't be around you. Right. Do you think people are shocked by you carrying yourself with such, you know, professionalism and, you know, knowing your worth? I feel like, I feel like people will get, like, dislike that in yeah, a way. They, they do like it. Yeah. Like, they don't like people that are different. God, mm -hmm. I think different. I don't, I'm not always in the mix with people. Like, I don't go to, like, clubs and shit like that. Like, I, I told him, like, if I go to a club, I got to be the main, like, host. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, they got to be playing on music. Like, they got to be playing on music. Like, they got to be playing yeah, outside. Like, we need to hear the DJ say, say something. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, there's certain sacrifices even I'll take, though. Like, I remember the one time I went to the club. But that was because like, I was observing how it worked. Mm -hmm. I was seeing how it worked. I was seeing how the DJ was spinning. I was seeing how, how people interacted with the music. I was seeing what what people are dancing to, what people aren't dancing to. And like, But I'd be telling Cuban that. I'd be like, yo, bro, yeah, I just went here. But like, I'm in there with a different motive. I ain't there to just like mm -hmm. fuck around, get drunk, all that. Nah, like, You're here to observe, learn something. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, there to, I'm there to really learn because I'm going to be somebody who owning it. One day, feel me. I don't be somebody who on it, and I need to know how to how to be ahead of the competition. Mm -hmm. So, when it comes to business, as far as you know, knowing how to conduct it and carry yourself, like, are you also mindful when it does come that time where the major labels are offering, and like, are you how you feel like you're going to handle them situations? Because you know, nine times out of ten, they're coming with giving you the short end of the stick. So it's like, yeah. they say all the time, oh, don't take the bad deals, don't take the bad deals. But then I can also see how, like, this could be my one opportunity and I can turn it into something yeah. better, you know, down the line. Like, you know, mm -hmm. my rookie contract and when That's I ball right. out, you know, get the assignment bonus and shit. So yeah, how do you, how do you think about that? And what would you do in them situations? For real, I would, cause like, I've, I've been reading this book that LeBron did. Yeah, you know I mean, been showing me to read. It's called uh, Curtis Jackson, Hustle Harder, Hustle Smart. And basically, he was saying that, like, don't be afraid to take the signing bonus, even if it looks short, because long term, it's gonna make you a, it's gonna give you a great deal, mm. you know. So I've always looked at it like, cause me, I'm independent. I don't want to like lose my rights to my music to somebody that's not really comfortable with who I am. Or on top of that, won't spend no time like with me as an artist and as a person. Mm -hmm. So I would say like, if like if I get like a cosign from like a major label, I would have to get eighty percent. Why they get twenty? Cause twenty one savage be on that. Type I'm gonna say that's like twenty one savage did that, but that's that you know to be able to come and ask for them type of deals, you gotta come with your own type of stats, to to match me asking for that. Like no. No. like twenty one said when he came when they came trying to add, offer him, he already had a platinum album. So it's like. What yeah. you gonna do for me, like? Yeah. So, definitely, he came in smart too, um, cause he was supposed to sign. He was supposed to sign. He was trying. He was asking Ti for a million dollars or yeah, something yeah, like that yeah. back in the day, and Ti was like, he not. Uh, yeah, he not. He not. He wasn't. Wait it out. Him. Wait. Wait until he get a platform. Wait until he get a fan base, and then get signed. Cause mm -hmm. then you gonna have some leverage with the label, and that's 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 his plan. Like, and that's why I appreciate. Like all the podcasts and the artists just giving as much knowledge as they can because, bro, half the stuff we need to know, they right. gatekeeping the knowledge. Like, yeah. if you just tell us, this could stop so much bad deals, 360. Yeah. Like, people, 
selling out for a couple chains, like, right. so. Yeah. Like, most label artists would, like, not last, like, you would see, like, they'll have a good, like, two-year run, and then you won't see them no more. That's because music is fickle, for real. That's why you got to be able to have different skills that are, like, the fact that you can write. Okay, now I can be a songwriter. The fact they don't want to see me perform on my song, what if mm. they like him singing it? Like, yeah. still get the bag off of still it. Still get that bag. Mm. So it's, like, be multi-talent. That was one of my questions. Like, is, do you guys, like, have any hidden musical talents? Like, do you play the piano or anything like that? I know music theory. What's that? It's like uh, knowing how to read music. Like all music? Like, like sheet know, music? Yeah, like I can read sheet music. Okay. Like I know like staffs and stuff like that. Like, for any instrument? Not for any instrument, no. nah. Nah, like piano. Okay. It's like, it, the, it, sheet music is like, uh, like yeah, I'd have to show you. I had to show yeah. you. Baby, I, I used know. to play the flute, but I don't know if I was playing like sheet music. I just remember we was in music class and there was some shit on the paper. Yeah, that's sheet music. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's sheet music. Yeah, that so that, yeah, day, yeah, so that you know, yeah, that's sheet music. You gotta read the different notes, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. different keys. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the two instruments I played was the, the acoustic guitar and okay. the drums. But like the acoustic guitar, I took that in class, you know? So I was like learning how to read the sheet and shit. So, then going with the strums, you know, because for a fact, like if you play the electric guitar first, that's a, that's a quick way for you to mess up your fingers before starting with the acoustic. What's the difference? Basically, like, like the strings of the acoustic is much more like bland mm -hmm. than it is with the electric. Like you won't like actually strum that motherfucker. For with the like, acoustic? No, nah, with the electric. With like, the electric? You really gotta like use Is that why you use that pick? You use the yep. pick and then yeah. the yeah, yeah, it's a big difference, man. She just taught me some shit. That's why I like these interviews. Learn yeah. something new every day. Um, so, in five years, uh, could you see yourself still doing music? Um, if you personally haven't advanced to where you want to be, that's not a, that's not an option. Like, not advancing to where you want to be, or yeah, not, that's not only, doing it. That's 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 the only option I have is to advance. Yeah. I can't have that mindset of what if this ain't gonna work, what if that ain't gonna work. Yeah. My only my only option is advancing. Yeah. My only option is to make sure it happens. I gotta discipline myself. I gotta there's gonna be stuff I'm gonna I'm have to sacrifice. There's gonna be there's gonna be times where I'm gonna be broke. Yeah. There's already been times where I've been broke. Mm -hmm. But you gotta sacrifice for it. Yeah. And if you're not willing to sacrifice, you ain't gonna get nothing in return. And I, and I, me coming into music, me coming into the music game, I understood very clearly that I'm gonna have to sacrifice. But I understood at the same time that I was willing to sacrifice. Because yeah. I see a vision. Both of us see a vision. Straight up. We it's both like, see a vision. And that's what we're gonna chase after. Like within these five years, like I'm, I cannot see myself not doing what I love, you know? Like I hope, and I better still be doing what I'm doing right now. Cause at the end of the day, like, for me to be able to continue to push out this dream, it's like nobody else is gonna understand but you. You feel me? So for me to carry out this will and this dream I got, it don't matter how long it takes, as long as we get to the finish line, you know? So So what can we expect next from you guys? You want you wanna speak on that? It was me. Ah, I <laughs> uh, we got a collab take coming up. Yeah, we got a collab tape. This is gonna be like my rapping debut. Like, I'm, oh, I'm, yeah, 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 I'm spitting. Yeah, I'm spitting. You got a name for it yet? 
We got to come. We, we think it's still in the thinking process. But, but we're going to remain active. Yeah. Like, what's that mean? Active. Like, active. Yeah. active. But it sounds cooler when it's yeah, in Spanish. Yeah, like, really like, <laughs> it sounds cooler in Spanish. It's like. <laughs> okay, bilingual. Like, you know me and shit. Nah, nah. Uh, but yeah. That's, we doing that. That's going to be a little short AP. That one's going to be dope. But we just got, we want the quality to be higher. Like, we want the quality to be. To be better. So there's like no rush on the release date or nah 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 we're gonna take our time on it. Well, um, what I could say is that from the projects that we had done prior and the songs we've done, this collab tape is gonna be a lot more better. It's gonna be a lot more new music. You know what I mean? Cause the way we work, we already have songs that have been done like months ago. Mm. And it's like already gonna be on the on the tape. So like we've been finished like the product of the work. But it's just like now we gotta prepare cover art the marketing like yeah, you said, stuff like that the business yeah, side. yeah the business out of it so uh, i just had a question like so are you guys looking to like expand as far as like finding management um just creating like an in-house team at all i i'm we actually already working on it we're actually working on on getting an in-house team working on having like people creatives yeah. like we want to get some producers in want people to engineer so we can kind of focus on what we got to focus on have somebody else take place in, in certain parts um right now we definitely want to find like a marketer a management of course however you know we always got to keep in mindful who you're bringing into your team you know you always got to be mindful of who you're bringing into your team so that's like one thing on top of that it's like because we we both like self-made like i have my own brand he has his own brand like so we know what to expect. Like, I like for me, like, I got to like be able to like, I would say like, me being able to be in touch with my brand, like I gotta like know who gonna be able to like manage me. Mm -hmm. Cause like if it's somebody that I know personally, then I can see, okay, cool. But if it's like a like an A and R somebody that I haven't got no personal in touch with, I can't like. Cause I'm looking to grow. Yeah, like I'm looking to grow like my team. Like, like we both we both self made, but like we already have like people that are willing to be able to be involved with mm -hmm. what we got going on and like young creators. Like, you know I mean? definitely. So, uh, in closing, what do you want the fans to take away from this interview? Go ahead, bro. <laughs> you leaving me with all the questions, <laughs> bro. Uh, uh, chase your dreams, work hard, and Cuban and Lorenzo up next. That's yeah, straight up. Straight up. Never be afraid to do what you love. Like Ooh, yeah, always be one hundred percent. Matter of fact, not even one hundred, one hundred and ten percent. One hundred ten percent. Always know what you want to work for, what you're striving for, because at the end of the day, nobody else is gonna understand that but you. Yeah. Always yeah, be yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you should have answered the question instead of me. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you both did good. You both did good. <laughs> I, got, I got my boy on. Yeah. It's my brother. Man. Yeah, real right. Nah, this is another good conversation. I uh, appreciate you guys for coming through and sitting down and talking to us. Uh, thank you. Everybody tuning in, make sure you like, subscribe, and go follow uh, LeBron and Cuban eight times on all social platforms. Link will be below. It's your girl, Big T. Having conversations, and we are out. Have a good one, peace.